So it's that time of year where everyone wants to work out. Like they want to work out, but they don't really want to work out. They just want to be in shape kind of without the effort, but they know they need to do something, right? So if you're a person that has not been working out for a while, but you're trying to motivate yourself to, and it's just not working out, this podcast is for you. And if you're a person who does usually work out, but right now you might've fallen off the bandwagon for a while and you kind of need to get back on, can't quite motivate yourself. Either way, you're just like, oh, the workout thing, the exercise thing, the weight loss thing help me, I'm not doing so well with that, then this podcast is for you. Happy Friday. Let's get into some quick tips to get you going, whether you're motivated or not. Hey sis, before the podcast gets going, I thought I'd give you a two-minute reminder on some upcoming free events and learning experiences that we'll have here at Mindful Muslima that you are not going to want to miss. Okay, first, back by popular demand, our Muslim Marriage Lab is reopening. It's our free class and program where we talk you through how to find a spouse by the Quran and Sunnah. Now, a lot of people ask me for who it is for. It is definitely for single women looking to marry for the first time or women who are previously divorced looking to remarry or at least understand what it takes to remarry so that when you are ready, you know how to do it right and avoid common mistakes. Everyone inside learns how to find their, how to know their rights with their parents, the guy and his family, how to tell if you're ready for marriage, who the right guy is for you, get the top questions to ask a spouse, how to spot red flags, issue with his family, where to find him, how to deal with dating apps the right way, all the steps of the progress from, um, you know, the whole process from engagement and marriage and beyond. There's a ton more. I even tell stories about how I marry my own kids. This is the free class and program that only opens once or twice a year, and it's about to open again, inshallah, the third week of January. So get on the wait list so you're the first to get alerted and get a seat before we're filled to capacity, as we often do. Link in the show notes. The second one is our wait list is now open for our next book club. So many of you love it. The next one is reopening in February. We also get a ton of signups for that. So definitely snag your spot in the link in the show notes below for that. We'll be um, announcing the name of the next book we're going to do soon once you're on the list and then you'll end up getting an email. Okay, lastly, if you are in our private membership, our international sisterhood, Thrive Muslima, and yes, this is part of your package for free. Don't forget that our mentorship program registration is open for about a week from January 9th. And for those of you who have never done it, you get small group weekly meetings with my team on how to improve your life balance and the tools to do it. You're given everything and even feedback weekly on how you're doing and what you can do to do even better. And not only do you get personalized attention and follow-up, but you're also joined with other Muslimas who have the same goals. So if you would love guided motivation and support for any issues with procrastination, all that, this is a place to get help and support. This is one of the best ways in real time live. Our next six-week cycle is about to start, so don't miss out for all the Thrive Muslima members. Um, more details are inside of Thrive Muslima on the platform, or you'll be getting an email email, no worries, inshallah, business ta'ala on how to join. And if any of that sounds good to you, sis, and you don't know how to access the show notes in the podcast, no worries. Just DM me on Instagram at mindfulmuslima and I'll help you out. Okay, let's dive into the podcast. All right, so let's get into the podcast. We are talking today about exercise. And for those of you who are new here, welcome, welcome. And if you are old timers, welcome back because you know everything we do is in manageable steps. I'm all about giving you steps for success when things are really hard. And that is exactly what we're going to do today. I'm a person who has worked out my whole life. Just if you don't really 
kind of know my history with exercise. I've kind of been a person who has always loved to do sports when I was younger. I was very active. I was in soccer. I was in volleyball. I was doing everything on women's teams, and I loved it, and I loved to do all that stuff. When I got older, it was a bit harder, especially once you have kids. And then, you know, so I got into, like, more like working out, exercise programs, like gym-type stuff. It really wasn't my thing. I was into being on teams and having fun, and, and exercise always needed to be fun for me. And so what I did was I did struggle with that, but I did notice that when I did some of these things that I'm going to tell you today, whether I struggled or not, um, these were things that always kept me consistent, even when I didn't feel like working out. Even though I'm a person like I love to be active, there were definitely times of the year where I just could not get myself to get going. And these were things that if I did them in those times, I always got myself back on track. So I want to share them with you today. All right. So we're going to go into about five small tips that I'm going to give you what you could do to get back into shape in very small, consistent ways. And the first one I'm going to say is that, you know, what we're going to give you today is extremely realistic and manageable things that no matter what level of fitness you are or level of motivation, you could basically do these and it will move you to kind of get going out of your rut. And honestly, these are things that anyone can do. And I know people say, oh, I'm going to give you, you know, something in a podcast. And, and oftentimes when I hear that, it's just like a lot of fluffy talking. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go straight into very specific things and how you can do them exactly. So you could walk away with some real information in your 15 minutes of time here with us. All right. So let's get going. So number one, the first thing I want to suggest to you is just get started. I know that sounds like a weird first one, but the reason I say it is because one of the biggest problems most of us have is we stay in our head. We're just talking to ourselves. We're rationalizing why we should start tomorrow, why we can't start today, why we feel like this, why we feel like that. You know what? I'll wait till I feel better. I'll wait till it's Monday since, you know, this week is already half over. I'll wait till it's Friday because you know what? Tomorrow I have that thing to do. Like we just have another day, another day. And what happens is it gets pushed and pushed and pushed off. Does that sound familiar? Okay then. So for that, you're just going to start right away. Like you're not going to wait for an invitation. No one's going to come help you out with that. This is your body, your life. And the more we see our body as a gift and we see as waking up and taking care of it as a way of showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our eternal gratitude for this beautiful body. Um, I heard this one um, guy, he was telling a story about a gentleman who um, ha- had really, really given the notice from the doctor that he was not going to live. And he was told that if he could work out, you know, he would have an amazing, amazing recovery. And if he didn't work out, he would pretty much not live much longer. So that person ended up working out harder than they've ever worked out before. They they were not a person who ever wanted to work out before. But the motivation of living obviously help them. And I think so many of us, we take for granted the fact that we're just living and we don't have any problems where we're forced to do these things. But the truth is the fact that all of our limbs working is a gift. And when we don't see our body as something that is an obligation to a lot to take care of, we kind of neglect it a little bit. So if you've fallen into neglect, I'm not telling you to beat yourself up. I'm just telling you, just connect with yourself that this is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's something that is incumbent upon us to take care of. And that we're not going to have anybody come and do that for us. So just get started. One thing that I love, and I told you guys this before when I'm trying to wake up for Fajr and I find that's hard. I've always done that five second rule that's out there with Mel Robbins, even though, like I said, I can't advocate for Mel Robbins per se because she, she is a little bit 
she has a lot of really words that I can't suggest people to go watch her content. Sometimes she talks a little rough, but at the same time, um, she does have an amazing five second rule. And what her idea is, is that when you just can't get yourself to do something, just start counting backwards. Do not talk to yourself because nine and a half out of 10 times, you'll just talk yourself out of it. So what I do is if I feel like I don't want to get up, but I'm, I'm struggling, I'm tired, I just go five, four, three, two, one, and I go do it. Go make wudu. Go get up and start working out. Like do not talk to yourself, just get started. So that is my first suggestion. Do just get started. Count down, do what you have to do. Don't wait for a better time. It's not coming. It's the problem of humanity. And let's just recognize that it's a real problem and we have to get past it. Number two. Um, the second thing I would say to you is something that reminds me of back when I was teaching a long time ago. There was this story I used to read to children and it was called Many Littles Make a Lot. And it was a story about this king and, and how he would do things and they would just be like, one piece of grain of rice and one grain of rice and one grain of rice. I think he was being like neglectful with something. And then all those grains by the end of the year had like added up to like miles high of piles of rice. And he said, well, it was just one little thing. And the, the moral of the lesson at the end was, well, many littles make a lot. So in the same way that little things that we neglect can pile up on the day of Yom Qiyam and be negative for us, is the same way, actually, in the good way, that little things that we're doing that seem like, oh, that's probably nothing I'm doing, can actually mean a lot. So for example, if you're just doing five or 10 minutes of sit-ups today that you didn't do yesterday, you might feel like, oh, five, 10 minutes, what's that? Well, it's five, 10 minutes more than yesterday, number one, but if you're doing that consistently over a week, that is going to have your body like regulated into like being used to doing exercise, which is great. And so number two, my suggestion is, is you might think that these little things that you're going to do are not going to take you where you need to go. You're trying to force yourself to do a 30 minute workout or an hour workout. When I don't want to work out, all I do is tell myself, just do 10 minutes. Now, if 10 minutes is still too big for you, I tell myself just do five minutes. I've literally scoured the internet and found five minute abs, five minute thigh workouts, five minutes, like just do five minutes or 10 minutes. Because if you could just do that consistently for a week or two, your body's going to start to tone up and it won't feel so hard. You can get your energy levels up a little bit. Even if it was like take a five minute walk, take a 10 minute walk. When you do that little bit, but then you do it consistently, your body starts to get on another level and it's starting to prime itself like I'm ready to do exercise. We did exercise yesterday and the day before and the day before. So today I'm going to do exercise again and your body feels ready. So right now you're tired. And that's the other thing. My husband and I, we work out together and we always know that whenever you first start working out for the first week or two, it's pretty difficult, right? Because your body doesn't want to. You feel tired. And then also, if you haven't been working out for a while, your body levels are tired. And so what happens is we know that if we really want to get back into shape, we need to push past the first one to two weeks of that transition because that's when it's the hardest. But then after that, it gets so much easier. So again, it goes back to that like, just wake up and do it, five, four, three, two, one. Now let me tell you a little secret about this whole thing. People think that they're going to listen to a podcast, they're going to watch a YouTube video, they're going to read a book, they're going to look at an Instagram post, and they're just going to get motivated. You know what the real secret to motivation is? Number one, having your why. Being like so sick and tired of feeling the rolls on your stomach and be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Or you have to be so sick and tired of just feeling sick and tired. 
And you just have to be like, I'm done with it. And just literally just do it. Like there is nothing that is actually going to make you do it but your internal drive to just want it. And what I say to people is if you're not getting up and doing it, you don't really want it. You really don't want it. Because what I'm going to say, which goes into number three is, um, you know, just do things right away earlier in the day. So for example, you know that as well as I do, right? You start the day off like, I'm going to work out today. Then you get up. Let's say if you work, you go to work, you do this, you do that. And then you get to the point where you're just like, okay, at three o'clock, I'll do it. At five o'clock, I'll do it. When I get home from work, oh, I'm tired now. All right, let me just make dinner really quick. Then I'll go work out. And then, <laughs> and then it goes on and on and on. And then you've pushed it off. Then you're like, oh, it's too late and I'm too tired. I'll just do it tomorrow. And then you try again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Okay. It just carries on over and over and over again. So what I want you to put in your mind is when you say, I can't do it today, I'll just do it tomorrow. When you say, I can't do it now, I'll just do it after whenever I'm done doing this. When most people say, I can't, it doesn't mean I can't. It means I won't. I want you to hear me again. It's not I can't, it's I won't. Because if you really wanted to, you'd get up a little earlier. So my suggestion is to people, if you can't work out because you have to go to work, then get up a little earlier and work out for 10 minutes before work. Oh, I can't because I'm so tired. Well, then go to bed earlier than night before. Oh, I can't because you can't or you won't because you're busy watching Netflix or you're busy scrolling YouTube or you're busy on your phone or you're busy. Like we mostly can do things. We just choose not to. And the fact of the matter is, is the sooner we stop saying I can't and we realize it's I won't and then we own it and then we make time for it, we're going to get things done a lot faster. And with that, I would say do it as early in the day as possible because the later you push it off is the more likely you're not going to do it, right? And what I do, if you've seen in my evening routine, a lot of you guys have been loving the evening routine I put up. We put up one, if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube so you can make sure you get all of our upcoming day in the life. We have a morning routine there. Make sure you check it out. I'll see if I can put a link below to our YouTube channel, but morning routine, evening routine, really important that you see what it looks like even if you want an example from me and how I'm doing it. But at the end of the day, I want you to know that I put my clothes out the night before. I prime my mind. And so that is what I'm going to go into here at number four, which is prime your mind that you're going to do it. The same way you're supposed to make this intention, like for fasting the next day, I would say make the intention for whatever you're going to do the day prior. If you go on YouTube and you watch my mind evening routine, you're going to see that I go in my planner. I put in my mind everything I'm going to do the night next night. I put out my clothes for my workout. Even when I wake up, if I don't have to work that day, I put my workout clothes straight on. So they're on my body and I'm already like, yep, have to work out. My workout clothes are on my body. And then I make sure that I work out. So priming your mind the night before by having everything ready, get your little workout stuff, get your bottle. Even I do that with my prayer. So I don't miss my prayer. I have my prayer rug there. You guys will see it in my video. I have my, um, my thing to put my clothes on for prayer. So there's no excuses. 
It's something called reducing friction. When you want to do a good habit, you have to reduce the friction. You have to reduce the things that will stop you. What would stop me? Well, I can't find my gym shoes or, you know, I can't find my clothes. You know, maybe they're in the laundry or maybe this top doesn't match that pants. You're going to have a million excuses. When you put everything out and there's no excuse and everything's ready to go, it's much more likely that you're going to do it. And my last tip for today is have a partner. It's really helpful. For example, my partner is my husband. If you guys have heard from previous podcasts, it's one thing we do together. We promised each other for the sake of Allah, we were going to work out and be in shape for each other because we want to, you know, look good for each other for the rest of our lives. We want to feel healthy. We want to appreciate our body. It's an ibadah that we want to do it together. But there is one thing we always do is we make sure that we pray before we go and work out. So if we know they're going to the gym, we'll make sure that we pray and then we go. We have something that we do sometimes together. We'll go like you know, whatever, do some workout outside together. Or if we're inside the house working out, you know, we make sure that we, 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 there's no baraka without salah. So we make sure we pray, then we work out and we take care of ourselves and we take care of each other. So if you can have a workout buddy, if it's not your husband, get a girlfriend that, you know, also wants to work out and then you can call each other, remind each other, push each other, try to find somebody who's pretty motivated, not who's completely unmotivated like you. It's better if you find someone who's, you know, just equal to, or even better than you to push you a little bit. But yeah, it's definitely fun. I do it all the time with other girlfriends or with my husband. And so definitely helps. So just recapping what we covered today. Number one is just get started. It's never going to get easier. It's never going to get the right time. It's just like when people talk about putting on hijab, I'll do it when I get more religious. It's not supposed to be that way, guys. You're supposed to just do it. And then it's not like you don't have to be perfect to get started. You don't have to be perfect to get started to uh, work out or to put on hijab. There's no perfect time. Just get started. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Number two, many littles make a lot. So even if you're doing just five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes a day for a week or two, just to get yourself past that rut, it is way better than doing nothing. And also, you know what? I could throw in this bonus tip. You could also do five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening or 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. When you're a busy mom, that's how I got it in. I would do it quickly here and then I'm busy with the kids, run around, do another 10 minutes later. And that's the way I got it in until my body felt consistent enough where I could do it for 20 minutes straight, all right? Number three, um, you know, just try to do it earlier in the day. Don't forget, it's not I can't, it's I won't. Try to push past those excuses, be really honest with them, and do things early in their day so it's less likely they'll get pushed off to later. And that goes into number four, which is priming your mind and getting things ready the night before. If it means putting your clothes out, if it means putting them on as soon as you wake up, if it means whatever it takes, get yourself ready, put in your mind, you're going to do it, make your intention, make that Nia. And number five, um, just if you can have a partner, have somebody to hold you accountable to push you in your low for you to push them. And that way you could race towards Jenna and taking care of your body together. I hope that really helped. It was amazing to be with you. Forgive me, guys. It was a little rocky here this week in the podcast because my family has been extremely sick. And I thank you so much for all of your du'as. It means the world. And I'm keeping my du'as for you always. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.